Hello guys, welcome back to Andrea's podcast. Today we have another episode of Competitor's Corner with ISBB Pro, Michelle Shepard, and uh, your truly Andrea. <laughs> How are you, Michelle? I'm good. I'm good. I've got, uh, you know, passing through this cold, a um, little bit of a cold. Um, my coworkers and I are all uh, sharing, giving it back and forth to each other. So, so but anyway, I'm, uh, I'm getting better and, but I think my voice might be a, an octave or two lower no, right now. Actually, no, it's pretty no. good. Actually, I can hear very well. I'm sorry to hear that you're not a feeling your hundred percent today, but yeah, it could be worse. So I'm, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm having a day off work. So get to do this podcast with you, which is always fun. Catch up and chat. And, um, so it's a good day. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah, today guys, we actually have a, um, a topic that might interest to you, especially if you are a plant-based person who eats a plant-based diet and or maybe you are a vegan or you are a vegetarian that you are thinking about competing or you want to know a little bit more um, how to supplement your diet with more protein sources while you are still being a plant-based dieter or a vegetarian mm-hmm. or even a vegan right yeah yeah, I think this is a great topic. Um, just over the past few years, I've had so many people um, come to me and say, "Hey, you know, will you coach a, um, will you coach me if I'm plant based or vegan? Mm-hmm. You know, I want to compete, and how how do we do that? You know, can I still compete mm-hmm. being um, plant based? Absolutely, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So it works. It works. You know, fine, mm-hmm. and um, so that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. And another thing too that I think it has a huge misconception is that people think it's difficult to find vegan or plant-based protein Pro- sources, yeah. right? Yeah. So, and in reality it's not because you can find high protein and legumes, grains and also I would say some vegetables, but vegetables in reality, you have to eat in, in more volume in yeah. order to get the same amount of protein that a animal source would provide to you. Sure. But grains and also legumes are the best sources of protein mm-hmm. or to supplement your diet. So mm-hmm. what, what about... Um, I will, I will, I would like to ask you actually your experience as far as like, um, breaking down the macronutrients for a, you know, for a, a vegan athlete yeah. versus, um, a non-vegan athlete. Do you find that is yeah. different? Do you find that you, um, you are just a little bit, you know, uh-huh. lower protein and more carbs? Yeah. How, how yeah. do you approach as a coach? That's a great question. Um, and I do exactly that, Andrea. Um, we do uh, lower the protein a little bit because most of the um, protein sources for uh, vegan and plant-based um, diets include and involve more carbs and fat. So mm-hmm. it's just a matter of um, 
total calories and you know i i i basically just make those adjustments so they're going to get in probably um about the same amount of calories as they would um being a person who eats animal protein, mm-hmm. um, but the macronutrient breakdown percentages are going to be a little bit different. I I would give more, you know, a higher higher fat content, higher carb content, and a little bit lower protein, but not even not super substantially lower protein, um, but a little a little lower. And those other numbers are a little bit higher. So probably even um, probably more more fat because I generally, when I'm um, breaking down macronutrients for clients, will do, you know, if they have no dietary restrictions, um, probably moderate protein, moderate carbs, and uh, on the low side of fat. Uh, So this way I'm going to make their fat more, I don't know, moderate to higher carbs, moderate still and then fat everything is pretty moderate actually but probably the fat is going to get increased Mm -hmm. uh, a little bit more and then the other thing that is that can be uh, something more challenging is that a lot of the plant-based protein sources many times are more processed Mm -hmm. um than of course animal protein so that's just something to stay conscious of and there also is probably going to end up being a little bit higher sodium levels Mm -hmm. so those things are you know we just need to consider and keep those things in mind Mm -hmm. so um yeah what about you andrea well i normally i do kind of a same a pretty much the same i lower just a bit the mm-hmm. protein because yeah. nowadays it's like not so, mm-hmm. yeah not a lot um mm-hmm. and then increase a little bit more the carbs just like you mentioned you know most proteins like a vegan protein sources are higher in fats and carbohydrates so we want to make sure that they they are they're getting enough protein but saving some room for for those carbs and fats, since their their calories is what matter the most, right? Mm-hmm. So they have to be on a calorie deficit in order to lose the weight. So, um, and I definitely I pay attention a lot on the sodium, just like you mentioned. A lot of the products that are, they're fake. I don't know what they meat. call fake they, meat. Yeah. yeah, fake meat, whatever they call. Um, they are very high in sodium. But I actually I had a client. And this with my own experience as well, but Mm -hmm. she actually was able to eat uh, gluten. So she used to supplement her, her protein sources with uh, vital gluten, which is very high in protein and lower in carbohydrates. Mm -hmm. So that was one of the ways that she could kind of supplement and make just like recipes, you know, like meatless, um, chili and just put it the vital vital gluten and also um another thing i found was by following one of the vegans um like competitors was it's a pea protein but actually Mm -hmm. they're just like dry pea like a flakes 
and then you mm. can basically you can make recipes with that so it's it's very low in carbohydrates pretty much just like none like two grams of carbs and yeah. one gram of fat and 20 grams of protein mm-hmm. yeah so it's a great way as well you know another thing that i noticed with vegans and uh, vegetarians is because they eat a lot of fiber so yeah. we just like have to pay attention sure pop off like fiber they're consuming and also if they're actually drinking enough water if sure. not, they have the tendency of you know being bloated more easily yeah. or yeah. you know gassy or whatever yeah so those are the things that i normally try to look at look up to it yes. um and paying more attention to those things but as far as like macronutrient breakdown it it, it all depends on the person, of course, but I try to keep like probably, I would say like it just the RGA recommendation, you know, mm-hmm. two times RGA recommendation per kilogram of mm-hmm. body weight. And I then see. the rest, I would just break down. Um, mm-hmm. And depending on the client, if they are like... Um, an ectomorph, then I would go up to three times RDA with them. For, uh, for, for when they are like, for when they are dieting. Okay, I see. Yeah, so I can try to maintain the lean mass as much yeah. as possible. So, but sure. another thing that I would recommend clients to to actually consume would be take advantage of. Um, Protein powder in this case, you know, um, yeah. just because the reason why is because most vegan or plant-based protein sources are incomplete protein sources. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you are working with someone who has knowledge about how to combine two plant-based proteins to get you the complete protein or complete amino acid yeah. profile for your proper recovery and even body function yeah. um, that would be the, the ideal. Um, but I believe that's also that another way you can find if you are getting all the 22 essential amino acids or not essential, all 22 amino acids into your diet is by tracking your food. And mm-hmm. actually they have this app is the, mm-hmm. I don't remember right now the name. Chrono, chromo. Oh, chronometer. Chronometer. Yes. Thank you. Actually is one of the most accurate apps you can actually, even for non-vegans would be awesome because you can um, track your vitamins and minerals and also the amino acids. So another thing that I noticed with the vegans is that they lack on vitamin B. Yeah. And uh, another great way to supplement your diet will be with uh, um, nutritional yeast. Yeah. So, and I, I myself, I'm, I, su- I supplement my diet, even though I eat animal protein. I eat a lot of nutritional yeast because I cannot have dairy. So mm-hmm. it's a way for me to have a, like a little Parmesan taste <laughs> in my <laughs> salads. <laughs> so yeah. I use nutritional yeast. Um, but you just have to pay attention like in your B your B levels. So mm-hmm. a blood work would be recommended in this case. Not that's a, just this case. Yeah, that's an ex- excellent recommendation. You know, but 
I think in general, we should be getting our blood work done regardless. Um, But you can definitely be deficient. And uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but you can die. (laughs) Because it's essential (laughs) vitamin, seriously. Wow, this is a serious. serious No, it is very serious. Yes. (laughs) I actually, I want to share a my personal story with you guys. Ah, that, please do. Well, yes. I was not a deficient. I actually, I was over on my B vitamin, which mm. is, this can be dangerous too. Because mm. Excess of B vitamin in your blood can be toxic. Mm. So wasn't to a high amount and it's so interesting because that was the only thing that I was like a red flag on my blood work. Mm-hmm. This was like two years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe it's because during that time too, I was on prep. I don't know if it's because I was consuming more animal protein during that time because my protein sources, my protein levels were higher than off season. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when my blood work came back. And then my doctor, she was like a little concerned because they were too high. Or no, what higher than the normal level, mm-hmm. and uh, you know she explained to me how that can affect my health and uh, can they can kill you because mm-hmm. it's toxic. So, um, but right now it's like my levels are completely normal. But so you have two extremes too, right? So being over or being under. So just discuss this with your doctor; they will guide you better but supplementing with a b vitamin supplementation um that would be the ideal for a vegan or plant-based dieter that's really excellent information you've got a lot you have a lot of knowledge in that area well i would say that is one one because happened with me and second because i study um hormone health so we went through all those vitamins and everything. So like, Mm -hmm. it's a lot of information, but I don't retain all the information. Like here, I have to (laughs) read all my books again and see, you know, use it, you lose. Yeah, absolutely. But I think, um, you know, the bottom line and the point uh, is that it is absolutely doable. I've Mm -hmm. had several clients who have, um, competed plant-based and done really, really well. Mm-hmm. Results have, you know, their, their bodies have been responsive. They've, um, they've done really well in competition. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I don't believe that I have, I have not prepped a, um, like a male bodybuilder vegan, although I know that they, or plant-based, although I know that they, they exist and, um, you know, can do well also. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree with you. So, but again, guys, it's possible um, being a competitor and being a vegan or a diet-based dieter. Um, the protocol will be the same. It's just how, making sure that you're working with a coach that can guide you in this, in this diet because... Again, I believe that um, it can be, if you are not uh, eating enough 
the macronutrients, regardless, you are not going to be improving as you want to. So the bottom line is, yes, you can. And yes, take a help of knowledgeable coach that can help you. Absolutely. That's going to be the, uh, the best outcome uh, to have somebody who has had experience and is going to be able to, to coach you um, in that way. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, but yeah. Awesome. Uh, if you want to compete as a, as a vegan or a plant-based um, athlete, go for it. Mm-hmm. Cool. And if you guys have any questions about this topic or want to hear a little bit more about veganism and competing, just let us know. I think this is a very interesting topic. I love this topic. I love nutrition. So especially when it comes down to plant-based diets, because I am a, I'm a plant-based diet, but I do eat meat. That's why I don't call myself a vegan. But um, yeah, if you guys want to know a little bit more, just let us know. And don't forget to follow us on the Instagram. And also, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and give us a review so we can reach out to more people because your, your intake, your, your help is very important for us. You know, like we want to grow this channel. We want to grow this podcast and we cannot do this without you guys. So this year, my thing is asking for help. So I'm asking your help to help us to grow our podcast. So thank so you. So we can much, help more guys. people. Yep, absolutely. absolutely. So great to chat with you as normal, Andrea. Yeah, me too. Thanks so much for your time. I hope you feel better. Oh, I shall. Thank you. And yeah. we will see all of our um Again, be with our listeners soon. Very soon. So awesome. Take care. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye.